of stuff. Okay, so this is our hundredth episode. Yay! Yeah, well, yay. We did plan on doing a light-hearted episode, but then so much fucked up shit happened. So we have to do part two of our fucked up diaries. Yeah. Ah, no! Chronicles. Chronicles sounds better than diaries, isn't it? I've already called it diaries, so... Well... But you can change it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it the fucked up Chronicles part two. So, yeah, in addition to all that other shit that happened in London, there was a... (laughs) Just a tiny fire that could not have been prevented by any, like, government intervention whatsoever. Oh, you're being sarcastic again, I think. No shit. I'm pretty sure 95% of what comes out of my mouth is sarcasm. Probably. I I put it a bit higher, to be honest. No, sometimes I have to be serious because, like, I have a job. So if you add in the days that I have to work, I'd I put it. I'd actually put it lower down to about seventy-five. Aren't you pretty sarcastic at work? Right? Yeah. Well, with my colleagues, yes. With other people, they don't get it sometimes. Mm. So I have to just avoid doing that because that just confuses them sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. So there was this fire, a small fire that has left at least seventy-nine people dead. I don't know why I sounded so, like, chirpy when I said dead. Which has left at least 79 people dead. Yeah. Was that a bit more sombre? That's a bit more sombre. Sad face emoji. Yeah. Because it happened in the middle of the night, didn't it? It happened, like, 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah, kind of very early hours of the morning. Yeah, so I hadn't, like, switched on the TV or anything like that. I just got got up, got ready, went to work. I walked in, the TV was already on, and then... I went to set up for the day and then I just heard something about dead bodies or dying or something like that mm. on the TV. And then I walked over and then I just saw something engulfed in flames and I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, another terrorist incident. Yeah. Seriously. And I was like, what the flying fuck? And it turns out one thing that ISIS haven't claimed. Grimfell Tower, no. I, I definitely I thought the same thing when I saw, because I just saw the photo first. I was like, oh, what, what, what's happened here? You think you think the worst. Well, obviously, what happened is bad, but you think it's another terrorist attack there. Exactly, especially seeing as though what's happened. We had Westminster, we had Manchester, we had London Bridge, Borough Market, and then that happened like not soon, not long after. It was just a few days after the London Borough Market. Yeah, I mean, it's just how many days after eviction was over? Was it? It's literally just. Two or three days, wasn't it? No, no. It was the following... Because it was on the Thursday and it was the following week. I think it was either the Tuesday or the Wednesday. Yeah. I think it's probably the Wednesday that happened. Well, early hours of the Wednesday. Yeah. I was just so shocked because how does it happen like that in this day and age? Yeah, you think, like, so much fire safety these days in most places. You just think, how can it happen? Well, it probably doesn't help that the building was built in the 70s. But you see, the thing is, a lot of the buildings in London, England, are very old. Mm. What happens over the years is refurbishment to get them up to living standards of the time. So that's where we failed these people, these 79 plus people. 79 dead and then still many more missing. That's where everything failed. Yeah. Also, they should be. They're inspected. I think every so often, aren't they? 
Yeah. So surely someone at some point should have thought, ah, maybe this might be a bit dangerous. Well, the residents had been complaining about it for a really long time, but their complaints fell on deaf ears. I think I read somewhere that um, people that had complained also Mm. were threatened with legal action. Yeah, because, I mean, the residents know nothing. They just live there, so, you know. Yeah, they live there. They know all the faults. Yeah. Uh, the fucking cladding. A couple of weeks ago, I'd never even heard the word cladding. <laughs> and I. now I just want to give the word cladding, like, the harshest death imaginable. Yeah. I don't understand how it could be so ignored, because even with the cladding, there's no sprinkler systems, and there's only one entrance and exit. Yeah. And, like, the lifts obviously shut down if there's a fire. It's a massive building. 500 people live there. Yeah. How? I think that's the big question on everybody's lips. How the fuck? Because it's been confirmed, hasn't it, that the actual the original fire, the fridge-freezer fire, mm-hmm. which is what's just been confirmed as today is what started it, the firefighters have actually put that out. And it was only after then that they realised that it, spread to the cladding so the cladding is really what's totally screwed the building at the end of the day the original fire was more or less out so who, who's actually going to be held accountable we know it's not going to be that mp that ignored it i don't know if the, the police are saying that someone can be charged for it well yeah a manslaughter of 79 plus people i know it maybe they might go for like the company that put the, the cladding on I'd, I'd hate for them to do it to the actual people that put the cladding on, because they're just people who work for the company. Yeah, but if they go for the company, then those people that work for the company are out of a job. Mm. They aren't the ones that okayed it. They worked in conjunction with other people. Yeah, I, I might, you could argue there's a moral responsibility for the company if you know you're putting on a dodgy product. But if they've been given a set budget, which they probably had... yeah. And told to spend less on certain areas. It is their job to fulfil that. Yeah. I think it's it's like the shortcuts, I think. If it was widespread knowledge that this cladding would have been responsible for a blaze like that, shouldn't that have been outlawed? Yeah, well, because they're saying in, in e- a lot of EU countries it is. Because they thought it came from EU countries. So they're like, but the, some EU countries are saying, well, actually it's banned. Oh, really? Oh, those fucking EU laws that are harming the British public? Well, no, it's only in those EU countries. I don't know whether it's necessarily an EU law. Oh. So I couldn't comment on that. If it's been banned in other countries, you know there's a reason for it. Yeah, but again, it's trying to undercut regulation. I think that's why people are angry with uh, Cameron. A few years ago, he said... We're going to set a bonfire on, like, you know, regulations and stuff like that. And here you get the cost of it, you know. <laughs> oh, God. So I do actually think it just comes down to the local government and everyone that okayed them. Yeah. Yeah, the firm have some culpability, but they aren't the bosses. They don't okay everything. I, I still think it's companies and... and Oh, no, I think they're the ones that are going to get penalised. I don't think anyone else that ignored everything, every single complaint, Mm. or AK'd every little bit of construction or refurbishment in that area. Yeah. To, I don't think they're going to get any of the blame. The only reason the refurbishment happened was just so that the building looked prettier because of the area it was in. It wasn't even 
to make the building safer. It wasn't to update it at all. They didn't really do much. They just put the cladding up just to make it look prettier and more presentable. Yeah. Because it's in an affluent area. Yeah. That's gentrification for you. Yeah. And now, 79 plus people are dead. 500, well, it's not 500 anymore. And, um, and the poor, the poor affluent, you know, people, they, they have to now look at a burnt out building. Poor yeah, they're, yeah, they're poor eyes. Yeah. They're poor eyes, poor, poor eyes. Uh, some of the rich people have been complaining about some of their flats being used for accommodation. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, poor you, you know, you, you're the one that's been through a fire and, you know, it's lost all your possessions and all that kind of stuff. You know, poor you. <laughs> They moan about how, like, entitled people are, but then they don't realise how entitled they sound. It's such a stark contrast between these rich, affluent people that couldn't have a care in the world, that don't give a shit about this massive tragedy that's happened and that they could actually help with. Yeah. And compare that to the Manchester, stuff like Manchester, where regular people, working-class folk, low-middle-class, middle-class people were opening up their homes yeah. and doing everything to help. Mm. It's disgusting, the disparity in that, how disconnected that the wealthy are, that they don't see they could help people. Yeah. It's, the open pro- it's an empty property that is just sitting there just so it can have some value at some point. Yeah. And they might rent it out or sell it, or sell it on. It's not actually doing anything. What is the harm in taking in some people that have been left homeless? They don't have any food. They don't have yeah. any clothes. They they probably don't even have the clothes on their back. They're living off donations that aren't coming from the wealthy. They're just coming from the regular people. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's not as if it's permanent either. <laughs> yeah, it's just until they get rehoused. Yeah. Which is, again, another problem. Yeah. Because the council can just send them wherever they like. They don't have any obligation to keep them in the area. Also, because I heard it technically, if they offer, yeah, if, and if they, they reject, refuse. then they don't have a choice. It's disgusting the mm. way that this is actually going to turn out. Yeah. You can already tell. Because I was telling you about this when we met up. It's disgusting that it's in such an affluent area. Mm. This area should have money flowing through it, pumping through it. Yet. You can't afford some sprinklers. You can't afford proper materials to cover the building in. Yeah. You can't afford to put, like, a fire, I don't know, fire exit outside or something. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Where does all this money go, then, if it's not to ensure the safety of the residents? It either goes to make things looking nicer, it goes to the affluent areas and just making sure it's all hunky-dory for them the richest district in the world mm. except if you're not rich <laughs> yeah well that's what i think corbyn was saying it's like kind of two halves to kensington there's the rich affluent area and there's the area no one wants you to see yeah that no one cares about yeah if this happened in one of the rich areas like what what would be the reaction then the council would bend over fucking backwards but then again, these other people, they probably have houses elsewhere. The rich people would be suing them to bits. they probably win. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to seeing all the lawsuits that they can manage to round up from this. Because I hate this suing culture. Yeah. But in this instant, when you've literally lost everything in your life, mm. I would sue... Like, I don't even know how much money would be enough. Yeah. 
Because it's not just about replacing all your possessions. It's about what you've been through. Yeah. How much is enough? What I'm hoping, I think the public outrage about this one, though, I think I'm hoping that will play some kind of effect. Really? Because it hasn't really played an effect on like, the rehousing situation. Actually, no, it kind of has now. It has a little bit. So. Yeah, a bit, but we don't know if that's going to last. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's all well and good being, like, outraged now. You've got to remain outraged for the whole process. I think yeah, which could some take people years. will just be concerned in the immediate aftermath. You've got to kind of keep keep at this kind of thing. Yeah, because it's going to go on for years if there's lawsuits and everything, and they're trying yeah. to find out what actually happened. When we know what happened, it was negligence from everyone involved. Yeah, and like there's a lot of debate about whether it should be like an inquiry or an inquest. What's the difference? Someone was saying an inquest, the people can actually ask questions, whereas with an inquiry, then they don't necessarily have a voice as such. Well, then... We know that Theresa May is going to go for the inquiry. Which she already has done. Okay, so let's go into another part of this story. Mm. The politicians' responses. So we were saying as well, if it happened like a week earlier, there's no way May would have won that election. Certainly not as well. I don't even think she'd win. I really don't, because Um... her reaction to it, she is not a people person. She has no personality. It doesn't seem like she has any empathy. Yeah. She needed to have someone else say that she's heartbroken. So she decides to, rather than talk to the victims or people involved, she decides to go to the scene and do some photo ops with some firefighters and police officers. It wasn't even actual, like, um, some of the firefighters doing the actual No, it's just, like, the chiefs, yeah. right? Yeah. So not even the people that were involved. And she didn't talk to the victims, like I said before. Whereas in contrast to that, oh, and also I should add, um, she went in with police escorts and security because I don't know why. Yeah, well, I I think I'd actually, I kind of kind of understand that. There's a lot of angry people you're going to, it's, you know, like people are throwing bottles at Sadiq Khan, so. That's true, but he fronted it out for fuck's sake. Uh, still. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I'll allow the police escort, right? Yeah. Um, but apparently it was too unsafe for her to go see victims, even with a police escort. Mm. What did the Queen do the day after? I still think that was a little bit controlled, though. Okay, so it was too unsafe for the Prime Minister to go in with a police escort to yeah. go visit the victims. Mm. The Queen goes the next day under the same circumstances with an escort. Yeah. To speak to the victims to show that she actually gives a flying fuck. Yeah. That's what people see. They yeah. they see that Theresa May isn't making that effort. She isn't fraternising with the lower class that have been affected by this. Yeah. Uh, and she's using the whole safety issue as an excuse when the Queen, the monarch, who is irreplaceable, well, she kind of is replaceable, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Is able to do so. Yeah. And Theresa May, she could be gone tomorrow and it wouldn't make a difference. She'll be replaced. Yeah. No one's going to give a shit. And also Jeremy Corbyn went there visiting with the victims of the fire, spending time with them, hugging them, talking to them. Yeah. I mean, what the flying fuck? If he can do it, if the Queen can do it, Theresa May can do it. Yeah. She only went. She went and visited people in the hospital, like after all the backlash. But I don't think she stayed for that long, did she? Like Corbyn no. was there for a few hours. Did she go to like a meeting eventually? Yeah, but I don't think she said much. She was very angry, I think. Yeah, I'm not surprised they're angry. The yeah. thing is, people have a right to be angry. Yeah. And as a politician, she should expect that. 
Yeah. That is part of her job, is to deal with angry people. Yeah. She's pretty much working for us. Yeah. So we expect answers, which is obvious. And obviously you're not going to have them straight away. People expect you to. I mean, it's a very high expectation. Yeah. But I can see, and I'm Theresa May's harshest critic on this podcast anyway. Yeah. Um, And even I can see that she's not going to have answers automatically. But she could have handled it so much better yeah. than she did. And she got all the backlash. And that's when she decided to visit the victims and set up the emergency fund. Yeah. The public don't care whether you actually feel empathy or not. You've got to be able to show that you, you least look like you can. Yeah, exactly. And it took someone else to say, yeah, of course, she's heartbroken. Yeah. It's weird. She's very odd. I don't understand her. Like, Sadiq Khan, obviously he's the mayor of London. He got so much fucking shit. He gets so much fucking shit no matter what. He got so much fucking shit for this. But he stood there and he took it. Yeah. And I respect that. I don't respect someone that cowers like Theresa Maiders. Yeah. She's a disgrace, to be honest. Uh, in these situations, I just think, who's advising her? <laughs> her and Donald Trump are friendly, so maybe they're sharing advisors now. <laughs> Isn't her new advisor the person that ignored all the Grenfell Towers issues? That's the chief of staff, isn't it? Yeah, he was the last housing minister, though. But that was only for, like, the last year. So why he takes some responsibility, I've put a lot more responsibility on the people who went before him. Was it only the last year? I thought it was longer. No, he was only only housing minister within the last year or so. Oh, okay. I thought he ignored several complaints about it. He could have still done so in the time he had, but... But hold on a second, Matt. Hold on a second. He was there for a year, this last year. Didn't the refurbishment happen last year? It might have done, I can't remember. So it kind of was his responsibility. Yeah, but he said, like, in April, like, because there was a review of something, of, like, the cladding and, like, the how the safety around a lot of these high-rise tower blocks. And he and he said, it, it's taking a longer time than we thought. We'll speed it up then, <laughs> you know. Mm, those shitty statements just so they have a response. <laughs> when you hear that kind of response now, it makes you very angry. I want someone in government, in the council, to actually be held responsible. Because it's easy to just shaft all the blame on the construction company. Mm. It's too easy. Yeah. Because, yes, they did it. But they did it on instruction. Yeah. I I think it's a whole culture, though. So it's just deregulation. It's just trying to get easy corners, cutting through corners and stuff like that. And just the problem with, like, um, gentrification and stuff like that is it's all about making things look nice and just shifting problems elsewhere. Don't actually about dealing with social problems. It's just moving them somewhere else and trying to put a short-term solution on it. Bloody bastards! Uh, to be honest, I think they're going to do this inquiry, and at the end of it, they'll just say, "Oh, we've learned a lot from this inquiry, and nothing's going to happen." Yeah, that's usually what happens with all of these inquiries, right? Yeah, like you know, Baby P and uh, Olivia Klimby. Basically, all those social services type ones. They were just like, oh, we've learned a lot from here. Yeah. But I'm just like, it's too little too late. I think 
the problem with this kind of thing is because it'll be seen as like manslaughter. There's not the intent there, so people don't see it as an intentionally doing it. So yeah, just I don't care. Even off. if someone gets done for manslaughter, that's time seventy nine. Mm. That's better than nothing because yeah. people died because of negligence. Yeah, people died because they weren't seen as worthy enough to protect. Yeah, I hate I hate the public outrage counts for something. To be honest. We do this a lot, the British public. Mm. We're outraged for a while. And then it simmers on to the next thing. Yeah. Whereas something like this, like like we said before, it takes years to resolve. If if these fires have off, happened often enough, then I, I think maybe it would. Because it could have actually still affect people that are here anywhere because of issues that they might have in their buildings. Mm. I do actually think this will probably remain a talking point for quite a while. Yeah. So at least we've got that. People will blame it as saying, oh, this is probably these high-rise tower blocks. They're so dangerous. But actually, no, they're not. If you, if you equip them properly, put proper kind of stuff on them that doesn't <laughs> set them on fire. Yeah, like, I've been on this earth for, like, a quarter of a century, right? Yeah. And most of that time I have spent in London, which is full of high-rises. Yeah. Never before have I seen one engulfed in flames like that. Yeah. Where it's taken days for them to actually properly put it out. Yeah. And can I just say, before we move on to the next subject, the firefighters were amazing. They're incredible. Like, even with all the cuts, thank you, Theresa May, that they've had to endure. Yeah. They were incredible. Uh, Sorry, thank you, Theresa May and Boris Johnson. Yeah. Because he shut down quite a few fire stations in his last year as mayor of London. So thank you, Boris Johnson. You keep fucking us over again and again. (laughs) Yeah, firefighters who have undergone so many cuts, they don't get paid anywhere near as much as they should for the job that they do. Yeah. Literally running into burning buildings to save people with no regard for their own safety. And I, I think they went a bit beyond like their, their own safety standards with this exactly. as well. Exactly. They didn't even have the equipment to deal with it. Mm. Like I was watching video footage of them doing it because it's a massive high-rise. Yeah. They couldn't. They had to wait. They were doing what they could to keep it under control, but... They can't get up that high. So they managed to get up quite amazingly high, I think, I, I read. And they managed to get up to something like the 18th floor. Oh, I didn't mean physically. I meant with, um, like, the water and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those firefighters. Yeah. Fuck you, Theresa May. Fuck you, Boris Johnson. Fuck you, David Cameron. To us, I rescind the Theresa May thing. Fuck you, David Cameron. Fuck you, Boris Johnson. Yeah. I mean, actually, no. Fuck you, Theresa May, for your reaction to it. But you did. You weren't Prime Minister when all these cuts and stuff were happening. Yeah. I do really think that those firefighters, for what they've had to endure, what they've had to see, we read, we, me and Matt checked before, like only 74 of the bodies have been too damaged to identify. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse because there are some bodies that, some people that are still unaccounted for that are probably in that building. Yeah. And could you imagine how deteriorated they'd be? So the stuff that they have to see. Yeah. Not just what they did physically, but what they, yeah, the memories are just going to, yeah. I can't even, yeah, I can't even get words out about, what they've gone through. That's how bad it is. Yeah. It's... Wow. And to be honest, I don't think five million is enough for their emergency fund if there's, say, 400 people left. I mean, if you've got to think about rehousing, rebuilding your life, as well as therapy... Yeah. That's going to go pretty quickly. Because already... I think they've already burnt through, like, 
quite a lot of it. Yeah, just have to wait and see. But yeah. Oh, and lovely Corbyn came out and said that all those vacant homes in in Kensington should be used to rehouse the victims. Yeah. And it actually happened. Thankfully. It actually happened. Yeah. Also, that's not going to last because those properties are worth millions. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be permanent. Yeah. Like, pe- people accusing him of, like, when, when he went and did all that hugs and say, oh, it's just good photo opportunities. What they ignore is the fact that he's got a record of actually, you know, defending these kind of places and arguing for, like, better safety standards and... Stuff yeah. like that. He's got history of this, so... Yeah, but a lot of people are cynical. Oh, yeah. we, again, we discussed that before. A lot of people are cynical. Yeah, there are some people that I believe are feigning outrage just to get attention, Rita Ora. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but I did. Um, well, Simon Cowell. Yeah. He, he'd do anything for a number, another number one, to be honest. Yeah, but if it makes the money... Who cares? I mean, yeah, he does it for the glory, but it's actually making money and helping people. Yeah. Everything is going to the victims, which I guess is good. Yeah. But not everybody, not everybody that's spoken out on it is doing it for glory. Like the essay Tom Hardy wrote, or Adele Mm. going down there. And you said some people are criticising Adele. I mean, Adele grew up in places like that. Obviously, (laughs) she's going to be affected by it. Yeah, like the, the comment I saw was, uh, oh, she got another album out. Now, to be honest, Adele doesn't need photo ops. She's actually the one celebrity that doesn't do the photo ops. Mm. We don't hear about her. We don't really see much of her. We know when she has an album out because she's Adele. Yeah. Who doesn't buy the Adele album? She, she doesn't exactly like, need album sales, does she? Exactly. I think she's doing perfectly well. To be honest, I don't think she would mind it. If people forgot about her. Yeah. She's that type of person. Yeah. So it's really weird coming from me and Matt, but maybe don't be cynical all the time. Yeah. I mean, with our politicians, I think people got a lot of right to be a lot of the time. Mm. But then, like you said before, Jeremy Corbyn has a reputation of actually giving a fuck about people. Yeah. Theresa May does not. He can back up his reputation as well, so. Yeah. Good old Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Do you think we'd be like Donald Trump supporters if... Jeremy Corbyn did anything bad and just be a po- an apologist. Um, like, what if he hit an old woman with his car? <laughs> I'd like to feel like criticised him if he did do. Yeah, but you could see like Donald Trump supporters, they just apologise. Well, they just come up with excuses mm. for everything, like sexual assaults and inciting violence or gun violence on Hillary Clinton. They're fine with everything. I do think some, like on the internet, some Corbyn fans are quite extreme at times mm. i can see it maybe going that way but i don't think corbyn's really i don't think he's a trump figure in that way i yeah i doubt a 70 actually they're the same age him and donald trump have not led the same life yeah you say anyway hopefully we'll reference grenfell tower frequently over the next few years because it shouldn't have left our consciousness and hopefully things are actually going to be done about it yeah we can only hope yeah so hopefully we'll actually come back to this at some point yeah. Unfortunately, that is not the end of our fucked up chronicles. <laughs> we should re- make this like a regular thing. Yeah. But we depress the hell out of everyone. Ah, we're like pesting on Sunday. To be fair, though, a lot, a lot of Americans listening to us. They won't give a flying fuck. They can just laugh at how fucked up Britain is. Yeah, but they're not in the greatest position either, are they? No, but they, they can be <laughs> reassured by the oh, fact It's like that... escapism. Like, when you go to watch a big blockbuster, you forget about your own life. Yeah. Yeah, we always forget when we do, do like, the uber-British episodes. And it's like, 
God, most of our listeners are Americans. Yeah. Maybe this is how we get our British listeners. Do we really want to be like the people that are famous abroad but not in their homeland? I don't like Actually, that. to be fair, that's more comfortable, isn't it? Yeah, you get you get to go abroad then. Well, <laughs> and also you get to go about your own life. Yeah, true. When you're at home, that's why I was saying that's not too bad. Yeah. Not that oh, I can go abroad. And it also, America is where you make it as well. So mm. you've got a real big chance. No, I think it's more China now. Uh, They're the bigger market. I, I still think America's where. No, the China's the bigger market. Yeah, if you make it there, you're golden. He's like made a it film in China. Could do sh- like a film or music can do shit everywhere around the world, but if they make it in China then they're golden and they get a sequel or they get re-signed. So I think it's China's the biggest big, big, big market China. now. Who's big in China? Yeah. Lots of people. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, the next chapter in our chronicle, Finsbury Park. Finsbury Park. So after Tarawi, which is a prayer that you do during Ramadan. Okay. Uh, do I need to explain Ramadan to people? Um, you fast from dusk till dawn. Is it for a month? For a month, yeah. So t- 29, 30 days. It varies from year to year. Yeah. And it also, Ramadan also changes every year as well. It goes back 10 days or forward 10 days or something like that. Yeah. I never really know it's come round until my parents tell, well, my parents don't tell me. I see the crates of chickpeas in the corner of my kitchen. That's when I know Ramadan is approaching. Yeah. Either that or hosting a party. Yeah. So, yeah, Ramadan is a holy month. Mm. And then they go to mosques to pray in the evenings. So one night, as people are leaving and also helping an elderly man who's, well, he was having trouble. I don't know what the trouble was, though. I don't think it's been reported, has it? No. A white van, man in a white van, came and rammed into a group of them. Subsequently, the man that was having trouble died and someone's skull has been crushed and they are in a coma. And I think nine others are in a hospital. Yeah. So not good. It's good in the sense that there weren't more fatalities. Yeah. But you never really know. Yeah. The guy is lucky because people tried restraining him. Some people were attacking him. But the imam, who's like a religious leader of the church, if you don't know what an imam is, of the church, of the mosque, I'm mixing up my religion <laughs> of the mosque. He actually threw his body in front of the guy mm. to protect him, which is kind of heroic and it kind of shows the imam's character. Because if someone had rammed into me, intending to harm me and my people, because I say my people because that is what we're referred to on the internet because I'm brown. Yeah. Yeah, lovely internet. <laughs> I should really stay off of that. Um, then I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably be the one of the people joining in and kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. If I'm going to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But then also that plays into the right-wing narrative and it's like, oh, these people are fiendish. Yeah. Can't win either yeah. way, can Yeah. You? These people are fiendish for t- for being angry at the man and attacking him in frustration after he tried to kill them. Yeah. He was shouting, kill all Muslims. That's yeah. one thing I left out of the story, shouting, kill all Muslims, as he's doing it. Yeah. But lucky he didn't have a knife. Yeah, well, also, if he had... He would have probably been shot by the police, so, you know. Well, yeah, the police got there fast, but I don't think they would have got there fast enough. Because the thing is, what happened in Westminster, what happened in London Bridge, Borough Market, it's really central. Yeah. Very central. There's going to be police nearby anyway. It's a lot Finsbury more people Park, Yeah, Finsbury Park Mosque. I mean, I've been near there. I mean, there are police stations, but I don't think they'd be that quick. Yeah. So I think it's they restrained him. The um, so People from the mosque restrained him. The imam protected him until the police got there. 
So it had already been diffused by the time the police had gotten there. Yeah. Well, sort of. I mean, if they had gotten there any later, who knows? It could have been, like, mob mentality and they could have just ripped the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Which, to be honest, I wouldn't blame them for doing. I'd struggle to feel sorry for him, to be honest. No, I wouldn't. But you know what? That would make Muslim savages in the media. Yeah, true. For ripping the shit out of a possibly mentally ill man. I found it funny afterwards how they weren't reporting it as a terrorist incident. Yeah. Even though the same thing happened a few weeks ago and instantly it was a terrorist incident. And also, it's this whole white man on a rampage thing doing something that is terrorist act. But no one wants to actually call it terrorism and everyone's sort of making excuses for him. The reports were they were going to have a mental evaluation to see if he was mental. Whereas if it was a brown brother, it would be like, oh, we're just going to check if he's got any terrorist links. Uh, yeah. I, I, the difference here, though, is he's still alive, so they can do the mental. Yeah, no, but it's just the ins- assumption for me. It's really pain in the ass. Yeah. Because... Obviously, the people that... I don't want to call them people. Obviously, the pe- the dipshits that committed the Manchester atrocities, Westminster, London Bridge, Borough Market, obviously, they must have been mental because there's no way anyone sane would mm. do anything like that. But there was no question. No one questioned their mental state. It was all about terrorist links. Whereas yeah. him, nothing. This, this other guy, just because he's a white guy attacking Muslims. Yeah. I think people just assume that because it's like the ISIS connection, even though I think yeah. we said it's, it's very thin that everyone, they just feel that it's some kind of, that it's that some kind of group all planning and carrying this out. Yeah, no. Yeah, ISIS just claimed it. ISIS would probably have claimed Grenfell Tower if they could have. Yeah. But they did. I'm surprised they didn't try to. And I was like, yeah, we did the cladding. Mm. Like, the government would love it if they came out and said that they did the cladding because <laughs> yeah. then that's a weight lifted off their backs. Yeah. To be fair with the, the Manchester one, though, I think there's suspicions that someone else built the bomb or something like that. Yeah. Well, there was early on, so. I mean, it is weird when they come out with a bomb because how did they figure out how to make it? I mean, we weren't taught that in science. I think I heard the bomb was well reasonably sophisticated kind of bomb so Mm. yeah i think there is an assumption that there's there's always got to be like when it is like you know that there's some connection you know yeah some group but it's not just that for me it's everything yeah whenever a white man commits a violent crime it's lone wolf mentally ill. Whenever it's a black man, it's street thug. Whenever it's a brown Muslim Middle Eastern person, it's terrorist. Mm. Why are white people above it all? Please tell me, Matt, you white man. <laughs> Why is it not okay to call them out for all the shit that they've done? It's different because maybe in the past there might have been like a point, like stuff like um, 7-7, that was a group. Whereas David Copeland, I'm not sure if you remember him. Is he a white man? Obviously he's we a white wouldn't because he's not widely reported. On. Whereas he was, he was alone. He was a lone guy. He had like connections to right wing groups, but you know he was acting on his own in that case. So I think in the past there may have been like a point there, but the thing is, like a lot of these like supposed Islamist ones are actually they're more like lone wolves. They're more like the kind of right wing ones. Yeah, and which is probably why they haven't been diffused. Yeah, they don't have links to ISIS. They don't actually have links to any terrorist groups. They're inspired by them, like this fucktard with the van. He's inspired by, you know, the Donald Trump fans of the world that have been committing racist acts since he got inaugurated. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. I don't understand 
in 2017, we still don't have a balanced society. How many times do you have to say it? Not all Muslims are terrorists. If yeah. we were all terrorists, you'd be dead. Yeah. Everyone would be dead. I think part of it is genuine racism, and I think the other side of it is wrong assumptions about how it works. Mm. This man, this white man. Matt, are you going to apologise <laughs> for your race right now? Please just apologise for your race right now. I, I'm so sorry. That's like, we have to do it all the time, Matt. Yeah. Like, even if you're not Muslim and you're brown, just in case you get shot in a bar in America... You still have to apologise. Yeah. Isn't that only far right people are asking you to apologise? I don't mean the vast majority of people are actually asking you to apologise. I mean, it's obviously ridiculous. It's still a limited amount of people. Yeah. But it's become more widespread, especially with the coming of the internet, because people think they can say whatever they want. Yeah. And they think that they're being intellectual, but they're not. I told you about a tweet that I replied to. It was someone saying that this incident wasn't a terrorist incident. And then I just had to respond... If it's an act used to induce terror in people, it's called terrorism, hence the word terrorism, which is a simple fact, right? And then he was like, no, it's a hate crime. It's like, no, a hate crime is a regular violent crime that you just commit towards someone with some bias in it, which yeah. is true. And he said there's no political ideology behind it. And it's like he was screaming, I want to kill all Muslims. Yeah. How is that not motivated? And he just carried on and then other people got involved and that's when I left it and came back a few hours later. Yeah. So we can't call it terrorism here, but we can call it terrorism when it's against non or Muslims against non-Muslims. But we're not allowed to do it when it's white people against Muslims. How is that right? I mean, obviously it's not. Exactly. But, uh, the weird thing about like, terrorism is though, that like, the strict definition is that it has to have some political, religious ideology behind it. But I don't know. I think if anything incites terror, it's terrorism to me. Mm. I don't know. Because what they're sort of saying about um, see, Wahhabism in Saudi Arabia, is it? So, I don't know. So that's what inspires a lot of the, what they call, like, the Islamist terrorism, extremism stuff. Yeah. And basically they're saying that's a political ideology rather than a religious ideology when, so, when they're saying, like, well, it's you Muslims to fight. Actually, they're wrong. It's more of a political ideology because religions don't technically actually have ideology. They have, like, doctrines and stuff like that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I, for me, like, I, before, I always used to see terrorist instances like bombs and stuff like that, you know, with these, like, Westminster one and uh, London Bridge. And I just don't know whether I necessarily see them as terrorists in the same sense. I would because it's used... Well, on a mass scale, yeah, to target specific groups of people because you don't agree with that that group of people. Yeah, you have different views. Like this guy wanted to kill all Muslims. Yeah. These Muslims wanted to live. Yeah, I, I I I do I do kind of get that now. But I think people just assume. I think that like terrorist attacks are like bombs and stuff like that. It's just a new brand of terrorism attack, though. Yeah. Because they diversify because, you know, the police are catching up it's, on yeah. their normal techniques. And also because it's easy. Like, the guy in Westminster, after that happened, they had an incident in New York not long after. Yeah. And then you had the London Bridge one, and then Finsbury Park fucktard. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> Alliterate. Well, it's not really alliteration, but yeah. it's close enough. I'd like to take a moment and say, I don't think all white people hate Muslims and are okay with this guy doing that. I was just... I was making a point yeah. to that. 
because it always happens when it's the other way around because everyone just assumes and i'm just going to clear up some facts it's a book that was written eons ago it's not exactly pg also like all other holy books there's a lot of fucked up stuff in it like other holy books but there's also some good in it yeah and if christianity hinduism judaism can take all the good facts out of theirs, all the good ideologies and things like that, and live by those rules rather than the bad rules. Muslims do that too. There's just a strict sect of people that are fucktards. I think fucktards is my new favourite word. Yeah. Yeah, that fucktards. Because there's different versions of the Quran in different countries, if I... Yeah. I was reading, but it's kind of like the Bible. There's lots of different versions of it. So Yeah. People also judge by the prophet because he married a nine-year-old girl and had sex with her when she was 13. Yeah. But also people do actually still do that now. Mm. They have sex with 13-year-olds. They're not really kids, are they, anymore? No. Entering the teen years. Again, still wrong. Yeah. But I'd like to add, again, (laughs) that happens eons ago. Yeah. And can I just say, I don't want to incite any hatred or, you know, abuse. Can I just say... Church of England, Catholic Church. You're still doing it now, the kid thing? Yeah. (laughs) It just came out today, I think, that um, the Church of England covered up one bishop. They say it's one bishop. We know there's probably more. One bishop's paedophilia. Yeah. So not all religions are squeaky clean. Also, some facts about me. I've not had the female genitalia mutilation. Yeah. I'm not being forced to marry someone. I wasn't forced to marry someone when I was still a child. I wasn't forced to have sex with people when I was still a child. Yeah. I don't have to wear a burqa or a headscarf. That's actually pure choice. Yeah. And I chose not to do it. My parents, yeah, sometimes they may look down on what I wear, but they don't force me to wear anything. Yeah. I'm not religious in front of them, and I haven't been taken to another country and being forced to marry other people and forced to fit into that way of life. Yeah. Because that's actually all cultural, you dickwads. It's not just a religion. It's culture. And, yeah, there are some people that are in England that aren't exactly forward-thinking, but that's the same with everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Going back to Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah. There's so many links. So I hope that cleared up a few facts for all of you. And, again, like last week, I think we said, if there's any hatred there's any right-wingers, there's any jihadists, please, please let us know, because we love to talk to you and report and deport you. So email, Twitter, and Facebook. But, you know, I had to say that while I still remembered, there's still more to this episode. Yeah. So it's two weeks of depressing chronicles we've given listeners. Do you want to finish it off with something a bit lighter? Yeah, let's have some good news. Yeah. The Queen did her speech... The last one for the next two years. Oh, yeah, they bat- they've got where they're not doing it for the next two years, are they? Yeah, because Theresa May realises she doesn't have a manifesto to give out in two years, yeah. for the next two years. Yeah, so my favourite moment of that one was when Jeremy Corbyn didn't bow his head. That's genuinely my favourite moment. <laughs> also, another great moment is, I think you mentioned this before, uh, the Tories' manifesto wasn't really in the Queen's speech all that much. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but it was still amb- ambitious, apparently. <laughs> ambitious, really? That's what I, I, I heard Tories describing it as. Oh, wow. So the Queen's speech... To be honest, I've never actually paid any attention because it, it wasn't on for several years, was it? They didn't have it for a couple of years. I, I think it happens every year, doesn't it? No, I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. They skipped a couple of years. They might skip the odd year, yeah. Yeah. It must have been the years that I actually started to pay attention to all this shite. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favourite moment? Of Queen's speech? Yeah. I didn't actually really listen to it. Yeah, I sort of like zoned in and out. I mean, actually, no. 
I take it back. My favourite moment was her hat. I heard about this, yeah. It looks like the EU flag. <laughs> <laughs> She's so saying that she wanted to remain in the EU. I, did, I heard she wanted to leave, though. Oh, really? Because I heard she wasn't allowed opinions. Was she not? But technically, she. Uh, I remember she asked Nick Clegg something like, so what actual reasons are there for us to remain or something like that? <laughs> mm. But you forget she's old. A lot of old people wanted to leave yeah. because they're not, they're, they don't have to deal with the fallout. I still think, though, someone must have looked at that hat and thought, they've got to see the similarity somewhere there. Yeah, the hat. Yeah, so that's what we're finishing up on, the light-noted hat. We're not talking about the uh, no visit. Oh, yeah! That was the main reason we wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So she welcomed, what was it, the the Prince of Spain or something, for a state visit, because <laughs> she mentioned state visits in the Queen's speeches. What she didn't mention is Orangina. Yeah, grabbing by the Orangina. Yeah, that bloody orange bastard. I don't mean David Dickinson. We actually kind of like you. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump, We maybe we shouldn't call him Orange Bastard because people might think we're insulting David Dickinson when we don't want a mass backlash of David Dickinson fans. Yeah, God, they're, because they're, really... they're very rabid. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, they love him so much, don't they, David Dickinson fans? Yeah. Can do you no wrong in their eyes. No. So Donald Trump, the leader of the free world, who is very sane... And not a liar. It doesn't look like he's going to have a state visit for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. And I actually read a report saying that he had called Theresa May and said that he didn't want to come if people were going to protest. <laughs> oh, that man's ego. People protest everything. There was protest going on during the Queen's speech. Did she stop doing it? No. The Queen has bigger balls than Donald Trump. True. Theresa May has... Uh, no. Even George Bush had bigger balls than Trump, and he invaded a country somewhat I prefer rather. George Bush to Donald Trump, and I hated George Bush when he was in power. Um... I, I still think invading a country. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. The thing is, George Bush eased into the invading of the country. Donald Trump has decided to be a fucktard from the beginning of his presidency, so it could only get worse. Yeah. Or, hopefully, he will just get impeached. Bush always seemed nice but dim, I think. Yeah, but I think that was an act. It must have been an act. I don't know. I think the problem is, I think there are a lot of people around him advising him. Yeah. I think it's the advisors who are the real bastards. He's yeah. just, yeah, I'll go along with it. Mm. And then Donald Trump's advisors are his closest family members who... <laughs> in inverted commas, I don't think he has friends. I think he just has yes people. Yeah. Did you see that footage of him? Like, oh, in the beginning of a meeting, he 11... went round the table so everyone could compliment him. Oh. He's a fucking disgrace. He's going to be a dictator if you don't take him down soon. Because he will find a way. And if he does attempt that, then you're going to end up with a military coup. I still have faith in America, though. I still think their political institutions will survive, I hope. Mm -mm. He tried to take down the FBI. He claimed that he had tapes of Comey. It turns out he lied. And his tweets were really stupid about it. Mm. Because he openly lies and then he says... Things like allegedly saying. I was like, what? You just actually said it. There's evidence of you saying it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why are you such a fucking moron? Oh, and the new news on him, he, he's been deleting tweets and blocking Twitter followers, which he's oh, not allowed yeah. to do because his Twitter account is a public, you know, thing. Yeah. Public thing. There's another word for it, but I'm calling it a public thing. 
Yeah, public domain. It's historic. Yeah. Because he's a president. He d- he deleted the tweet. He, d- he said something about, I will never touch the orb, even though it's like mystifies and something else. Because, uh, you know, when he went to Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Arabia yeah. touch the orb. <laughs> I love how he closes up to the Saudis when, uh, I hope, you know, none of the Saudis are listening. But they are the kind of the ones that are funding the ISIS and stuff like that, along with the US and the UK. Yeah. Put a Muslim ban on every country apart from Saudi Arabia. Great idea. Great idea. But his followers are still too thick. Like, I don't understand how stupid people can be. Like, what the flying fuck? What is wrong with you? I mean, I perfectly respect that Hillary Clinton actually got more votes, but I'm still disgusted by the fact that Donald Trump got votes. (laughs) That doesn't show a lot for you guys. Again, I respect that not all of you voted him. Yeah. Too many, still too many votes for him. (laughs) That's a complex issue. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Like, I don't want to alienate all of America because I know most of you were all good. You were good, but I don't understand the rest of you. Like, again, so if anyone wants to complain, that's fine. Just email, tweet, Facebook us. But I can't actually report people in another country, can I? No. No. Shit. To be honest, if we were going to get complaints from his fucktard fans, we would have got it already. Yeah, we've mentioned him a few times before. Yeah. So So that is actually our lighthearted note, was to bash Donald Trump some more. (laughs) Well, we've been through a lot, okay? So Mm. we needed to release it. Yeah. I mean, as well as the discussions about everything that's happened, we need to not forget that the lying sod is still in power. Yeah. Even though he shouldn't be. I love how he got rid of James Comey because he thought he was conducting an investigation on Donald Trump, which he wasn't. And now he's under investigation from the FBI. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope he gets locked away or something. To be honest, he's probably done some shady shit in his time. A lot of shady shit. I, I can't say I know because it's evidence, but you can tell he's done some shady shit, whether it's like sexual assault or corporate espionage or something. So even if he hasn't colluded with Russians, I just hope he gets sent away for something just because he deserves it and he needs to learn that he can't just do whatever he wants just because he has money and power. We just have to wait and see. Yeah. Oh, and also, Americans, we are sorry that your medical care is getting fucked. Don't worry, it's kind of happening to us too. They want to privatise the NHS and also we're losing good doctors and nurses. So So don't worry, we feel your pain with that. And good luck to all those pregnant women that can't get medical care or old people or people with diseases that need aid, really. So good luck to you all, man. You actually really need it. Yeah. Yeah. If I was religious, I'd say I'd pray for you, but I'm not, so. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of. One of those instances when you need a god to do that kind of thing. Yeah, if if there was a god, he should have smited Donald Trump the moment he touched a Bible or Quran or, you know, Torah. I'm, I'm sure he's read the Quran. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure he gets like, I, I think most people that think they know what's in the Quran have just seen little excerpts that right-wingers have written themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Or there's no source or justification. Because I see some stuff and I'm just like, oh, I went to Arabic classes for several years. I don't remember learning this bit. Yeah. And I read the Quran a couple of times. 
Smite Donald Trump. Oh, I just hit my hand. It's a lot of imagery. Because I got too excited. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Yeah, smite the Trump. Yeah. Burn the toupee. He reigns over all of us. Mm. Who am I talking God. about, though? God or Trump? Neither. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully at the moment. Yeah, because Trump is literally not my president. And he never will be the president of the United States for me. Sure, I'm not a fan of Clinton, but... You know, you could have had Bernie, people. You could have had Bernie. Yeah. You fucked yourselves up there, didn't you? I'm pretty sure if Bernie got in instead of Hillary Clinton, then there'd be no contest. You'd hope. Bernie would have got in. But then Americans feel weird about socialists for some reason, so... We're a bit like Britain. We're not as bad. Yeah, Corbyn can actually get quite close to being Prime Minister. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck to you all. Yeah. (laughs) I hope the Democratic Party is strong. For the next election? If they don't win the next election, they've got a big problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see Trump, first of all, getting to year four, because he's already not doing too well, even if it's, like, mental. Yeah. Not just his policies or the actual work of being a president, which he doesn't yeah. seem to be doing, to be honest, or the FBI complaints. I just don't think he could handle it mentally. Yeah. Because he is insane. Yeah. He is going crazy. Yeah. Even more crazy than he was before. Before he was just an egotistical twat. Yeah. But now he's fucked. Yeah. I mean, my advice to the Democrats is please don't go for Hillary Clinton again. <laughs> I don't think they would after before. You'd hope not. To me, she's a bit like Theresa May. I don't think she can do empathy. Mm. I think that comes across quite badly. Yeah. I hope Bernie's still in a good position. I think he's, he's going to be close to 80 by the time. They're all old. I know. Like, what happened? Obama, they went for someone really young. Why are they all old again now? Yeah. Because they wanted the opposite of Obama, probably. Yeah, I answered my own question. The thing is, it will be. I think the next election for the US will be a bit like Brexit and then this year's election. Because a lot of people didn't register to vote. People hadn't been voting. And then Brexit happened. And then people just realised, oh shit, my vote could have actually mattered. Yeah. And then you got tons more people voting this year, which was actually really great. I mean, it happened a bit late, but it was really great. So I think that's what will happen in America. Yeah, I think you can't wait and see what happens in four years' time, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they actually have to wait four years, don't they? They can't trigger another election. Yeah, they can, like, they, if, if Trump falls, then... Yeah, but Mike Pence would Mike take Pence over. They'd still over. be... They can't call an election. Mike... Pence would end up being the same. It's just a different person behind it. Yeah. But the policies would still be the same. At They're still going to try and fuck be... up Medicaid yeah. and Obamacare. At least he won't be on Twitter making embarrassing of himself. Though. That's true. That is fucking true. Being a twat in foreign countries. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how people like that have fans. I don't get it. I really don't. It's just, it just annoys me that there are so many stupid people in the world. And these stupid people actually get to vote and actually be involved in the world. I was like, no, just put them all in an island somewhere (laughs) and just leave them there. Just leave them. And then stupid breeds stupid, so then that's fine. They can piss off. That's going down the fascism. fascism. Sometimes it might be all right to be a bit fascist, okay? (laughs) So in cases like this, it might be all right. (laughs) Believe me, I've wanted to do stuff like that from people in Britain before. Mm. Certain people. Yeah. I know. It's a very complex thing, though, so... I really think we should wrap this up. This is our 100th episode, and we planned on it being very light-hearted, but it's actually quite depressing. Yeah. 
We had two weeks worth of runs. We had an opportunity to end it on a high note as well. Yeah, and then we decided to flip it back over. We actually got a review on iTunes, uh, which I didn't notice. It happened like almost a year ago. So I'd like to thank Cher Wilk for the review. We don't get notified about the reviews, which is why we didn't know. I'm usually pretty fast to respond because she loves us apparently, but I hope she's still listening because like I said, that was last year. And she also gave us a suggestion, which we will be looking into because it actually does seem pretty interesting. Yeah. I told you about it. Oh yeah. 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 We, We like that kind of stuff. I'm not very good at reviewing podcasts. I never review any of the podcasts I listen to. I completely forgot that you could review podcasts and we only have that one review. So if you can go and review us, that would be great. And rate us. Don't hate us. Just hate Matt. That would be great. But also don't suggest stuff in the reviews because we don't see them. We don't get notifications about the reviews. It's there and it just sits there. So if you want to suggest stuff, the best way to do it is through Twitter, Facebook, which you just search The Dork Seduction We're Here, or email, which is thedorkseduction at gmail.com. We don't take suggestions from people from Sky, though. So (laughs) That's one caveat. (laughs) Uh, people from sky don't care enough to give us suggestions matt yeah they already just started listening to us so you know yeah two years in 100 episodes in so i'll say oh god yeah it's 100 episodes it feels weird saying that this is our 100th episode i know by this time next year we'll be 140 something been going too long maybe maybe we should give up we can't because i've already paid the subscription for the next year so we can't give up until june 21st 2018. Well, we can go for a year at least. Yeah, I, I'm getting my money's worth, Matt. Yeah, we want that's £67.50. Yeah, <laughs> that's discounted as well. <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. We are putting up episodes for, until at least the 21st of June 2018. If me or Chris died, I could see you still going on doing this. Yeah, just to get my money's worth. <laughs> and then you do I the different voices and everything, wouldn't you? Hello there, Matt. That's Chris. Is that really, Chris? Yeah. Hello there, Matt. <laughs> I, I do, and, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be like, um, uh, so I'm a fan of Hitler or something like that. Hey, or, I don't know. Uh, yeah, um, like um, I like I death. I like I like the Swedes or something like that. I do like the Swedes. I have a poster of Jimmy Savile and Jeremy Corbyn uh-huh. on my wall. And it's kind of like amazing. I don't. I don't say like amazing. Okay, fine. You do say like though. Um, it's kind of like awesome, and yeah. I've not used the words awesome. I'm such a socialist. <laughs> when have I said that? <laughs> I'm such a socialist, even though I was brought up in a Tory family. <sighs> well, conservative father. I wouldn't say a Tory family. It's a Tory family. <laughs> I was born Labour and. I, I, I decided to go off into Lib Dem and experience that, and I got burnt, so I, I remain Labour. See, that's, that's why you shouldn't experiment. Yeah, but the thing is, it was just after the Tony Blair-Gordon Brown government. Ah, yeah. So how could I support that? So, yeah, we did finish up on a high note-ish. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the 100th episode. And we did nothing special for you, and you did nothing special for us. So fuck you. You fools. Yeah, next week we'll be talking about Donald Trump's toupee. No, we won't. We don't have enough time to talk about it. Carmen wants to lick it. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, yuck. <laughs> Let's leave it on that. <laughs>
I think we're going to throw up. So, yeah, we need to hang up. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.